You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mela Borowski. Thoughts from a Southern Witch. Should have studied witchcraft. Should have learned to ride a broom. So me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. Hey y'all, I'm Mella, and you're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle. We've got Himanish Goel with us again today. Himanish not only provides career advice, but he helps people use spirituality and breathing techniques for their next big thing through believing in the universe. He guides them to understand the effects of positivity, how to use breathing exercises, and how to deepen their belief in the connectivity of the universe. We're going to talk about the impact of social media on today's generation, as well as some other intriguing topics. And I'm so glad to have you back, Kimanish. Likewise. It's a pleasure being on the show. What's your journey been like getting to this point? So, well, actually, I graduated in the second week of August. So I've officially graduated uh, from VCU. But it's been an interesting journey. You know, you a lot of the times they say, you know, you expect the boat to go for so long and it gets to a shorter distance because of unexpected routes that happen and that was and that was the pandemic in this case you know the pandemic happened and it changed the the steer of course you know where everyone might have thought of going four years they decided to do three years because of you know every everything going virtual so yeah it's been interesting just to see how everything was had planned out you know I didn't I didn't know that in 2021 I'd be graduating you know I was looking at the date of 2022 and it just came to be sooner because I was (laughs) at it. (laughs) Wow. My youngest child, Hudson, is going to be graduating at the end of the school year, so 2022. They will have a bachelor's in media arts and it's a really transitional time for them right now. I'm sure it is for you as well. Mm -hmm. Just because I was thinking about this and I want to ask you, what do you the biggest fear that young folks like yourself are having as you look to the future and how do you overcome that? As students start their journey the academia route where they're in the school, uh, where they're part of the school system and they go to the, the universities and get their undergrad, you know, it's kind of like a, a 21 to 22 year journey depending on how long people, on how long mm-hmm. and everyone gets it done. You know, that that's usually yeah. the deadline, but a lot of the times Due to the due to the circumstances circumstances that an individual is facing, it sometimes can get delayed longer. You know, there's no right timing for everything. I feel like when you get out of there and you're in the professional industry, there's a lot that, or it, wherever you end up deciding to go, you know, you're now given the path to independence, and so you know you you've never explored this because you've always been set through rules or following this or following that because you're still learning you know you have the student tagline once you get that off and you have an adult that changes a lot of scenarios so Mm. it's it's hard but I guess with time you adapt to it you know I'm pretty sure like the first year it's pretty struggling years and you get better at it you try to see that what did you understand what way could you improve at because you as adults I guess the three words that rhyme with each other is responsibility rise and action you know mm. re- 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 revolting for action so it's like you really have to be at it in order to accomplish what, right. what you're trying to get at 
Do you have any advice for students just so that they can have a successful college experience before we get into our other subjects? You know, we hear name, we see parents, your adults, you know, seniors who've done a majority of their career and they've seen those transitions. They've they've bounced over those big hurdles. You know, they've gone through it, it's, and it's all yeah. the same process. You you just have to keep at ease. And when I mean at ease, you don't want to complicate it for yourself and let it go by time, mm-hmm. because as everything, it's simple as when we come out of taking a shower, right? You know, we're all shivering depending on the temperature we're using and we wipe ourselves and we put the, the clothes and everything but when we have to go back and put dip our feet into cold water you know at the beginning it's it's like you you know you everyone has like a reaction they either like jump out and say we're not gonna do it and some take some comforting level to like kind of get them to put it some take their feet out and then slowly put it in there and then just mm-hmm. to the levels it's exactly the same thing except those levels can take, don't take five minutes. They could take five months, five mm. weeks, five years. <laughs> so <laughs> you, the, adjusting to the temperature helps mm. to not burn yourself out. When the shower stops working, you know, there's something clogged in between. And that's the, that's the burnout. When something's mm-hmm. clogged, to get that out, I mean, obviously you, you'll call, I mean, for a shower, you'd call the mechanic, he'll get it done, but mm-hmm. it takes time for it to get its process in, in shape and get up off, from its feet because not, it's not easy for everyone. You know, some have to find a tool, you know, some have to yeah. find another way of relieving it because they couldn't manage that route. Great. Thank you. I really love that we're going to be getting a young adult's view on social media today. And so I just want to open up the floor really for you to tell us your perspective of how social media is impacting today's generation. Social media is is a pro and con statement in terms of how, how it can help and how it can impact an individual's personality and how they perceive things on a different level. You know, we we are stuck in this digital world where we're taught thought to believe things that we wouldn't accept before, but we would when it showed through a digital medium. You know, media has a huge influencement against individuals from all ranges, whether you're someone that believes in that topic or not. You know, it's it, that's how the process gets rolling. I feel like the major impacts of social media kind of revolt revolve around having to be in the state of depression constantly when you've used it for over three months because it's like kind of like a, when you're in like a in a casino you know you're just trying to wait to see what numbers you get just to hit the lottery button you know mm-hmm. it's like well, what do you what do you have left to kind of lose at the moment so it's it's like becomes like a constant habit where you're judging yourself based on an ai platform with mm-hmm. fake or real followers that are also in that same medium where they want to see the perfect picture above everyone else even yeah. though no one has a perfect picture to show because no one is that because at the end of the day we're humans that have evolved from apes or monkeys of from what i suppose from what i've mm-hmm. understood from history <laughs> and become into this human into humans that have evolved over generations and you know we talk about like the bc times of when everyone 
has their own fictional story of showing, you know, in the old days we could walk on trees or like we could do this and kind of giving their viewpoint because no one knows what happened in like the BC era. Right. But they have, we have like a vivid clue, you know, that we were starting to build things, evolve, trying to find more resources just mm-hmm. like we are today. So I, I think it just kind of destroys that image where you want to show something some folks use it for the professional reasons which is a totally different that's a totally different audience you know and there mm-hmm. there's no like critical feedback because you're trying to professionally help everyone or trying to get to know them you know they're not they're not going to i mean some might some might come across it what is your purpose or what is your reasoning towards putting this but others they they just go with the flow because you're trying to give your thoughts and opinions on like a viewpoint on like a on like a cnet article or some or anything just kind of putting yourself out there and being active and and this obviously happens within like uh, an organization or company whether it's a marketing agency or like a corp or some somewhere in the corporate world but when it comes to mm-hmm. personal levels you have to think that everyone is doing something different on on their day-to-day duties as a personal individual you know some mm-hmm. struggling to meet their their finances or wages some are not and so they have you know they want to see certain types of content on there you know it, it's really hard to trigger the personal side because that really does take a long time because there's a certain niche you have to hit on you know in mm-hmm. order to attract and and the thing is personal sounds the most easiest but it is the most difficult because it's work but it's work that you're competing against millions of people you know everyone wants to get yeah. to that uh viewpoint everyone wants to have a career where people know them personally and professionally but it's not that's that's like a one in a million factor you have to kind of i mean it's not one it, if you look at it from like a celebrity perspective then yeah i mean that's one in a million yeah. but in terms of like if you wanted to be known in like a specific area like in the healthcare industry you know it would take some effort but it, it's it certainly can be done right I feel like a lot of what's going on on social media is all based around lack and it kind of goes with what you were saying about focusing on the flaws and things like that because this mm-hmm. lack is in all the advertisements and in everything you need this, you've got this problem, let me solve it. And I just feel like it's basically lowering people's self-worth and I get so many people even, you know, even not even young people and I know it's not just young people that use social media and have issues from it, but this lack mentality of not being good enough, I think, is so detrimental. Yeah, and that's what happens, you know, when they see a generation where the young crowd is are behaving in a certain way, it starts to have society be aware of what they're is supposed to accept you know mm-hmm. in the old days it used to be like compromise was the word that you could use in that time you know people mm-hmm. used to compromise things and that's how things would move forward but now with everyone having their own individualistic thinking this like and i mean i'm not and i'm not saying it from like it's a bad thing or anything but yeah there's like a lot more like there's there's no concept of marriage at this point you know there's more of the concept of like friends you know hanging out you know everyone mm-hmm. do living their own life you know no one because marriage is equal is like the equal sign of compromising you have to mm-hmm. compromise what the other person likes and you have to do the same as well and it's like mm-hmm. no everyone has their own viewpoints that 
they don't want to compromise what they feel and that's where you know there's a lot more um i mean it's not and it's not for every scenario of course but like that's where like the ki- the divorce comes in and everything you know it's like hmm. a lot of the times some of them just want to stay single and i feel like individualist thinking i mean would if there was no social media would that have changed maybe maybe not i mean i don't know it it could have 100% changed viewpoints of other folks but i feel like this was something where how things used to be interpreted in the old days is much different than how it is in today's generation you know we have hmm. access to everything in our hands than they did at that time you know everything right. was based on more like parent decision and a bit of like the son and daughter's perspective but now it's like what do you want looking to do you know i mean you would want to have a 50-50 an agreement on both sides but it's like now it's more on like independency factor mm-hmm. you know, like in whereas in other places like even today like in india when you come out of the university you know you still live with your parents so you still know you you still have that perspective of like how do you how to interact with like mm-hmm. different crowds or how to like be in touch with that you you you're still in touch with your roots whereas mm-hmm. there's some kids whereas in other areas they're more like you know they they've lived with their parents and now they've gone off to college and they just want to live out you know they're not yeah, they don't they're, go- they're gone they're on their own <laughs> they're on their own yeah and some they do you know contact and come back but yeah. they the percentage it's mixed depending on personality or personality so mm-hmm. the world really has changed because i think back to when i was just getting out of college 22 23 years old i decided to go overseas that was a huge deal i didn't know what i was getting into i wouldn't yeah. be able to contact my parents cuz you know at that time there's no cell phones and so i'm in the airport in austria I can't figure out how to use the bathroom or where the bathroom even is. So I'm on the payphone calling my mom saying, "I just got off the airplane and I'm I got to get my next airplane, but I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Where is the bathroom?" And then because of the coins I put in, I lost the call. And I had no more coins. And so, <laughs> so I finally figured out that WC means water closet and I was able to go in there. But then when I got to Cyprus, which is where I was living, I really had never seen any pictures of that before. There was no internet that I could look up what Cyprus was like, what other places was like. Mm-hmm. I read the dictionary and the encyclopedia. I literally would read the the encyclopedias that my parents had, which is like a person going and just surfing on Google now, I guess. And yeah. it's so different now. You can talk to people from other countries. I interview people from all over the world now. I can see them and learn about them and see their their land and culture and customs and it's just such it's such a different world. Yeah, I mean now you have the internet has given access to things that we can't even think of, you know. when the mm-hmm. whole concept of phone came where you could um talk for like in terms of cents not dollars it was a mm-hmm. huge and like unlimited texting and that became a way of like okay i can search on google and i'll get this right. history of you know i don't i can understand what the language is you know like google translation i mean you can <laughs> translate the words from english to yeah. spanish to whatever the to whatever you try to read so it's like You know, in terms of the advantages that tech has, there are so many. You know, in mm-hmm. ter- like it's given body parts back because of healthcare technology being a thing. You know, people mm-hmm. have been able to get robotic arms. They're you know, like 3D printing 
has oh, created yeah. like um uh the new level of innovation where you can have like an ear replacement like a 3d printing in that sense there's definitely those advancements but mm-hmm. even social media to show on the bright side you know you can now as simple as if you're settling in a new area and you don't know of you're not so familiar with the town you know it they can help you guide you where to find locations to figure out where you want to go you know be right. in contact with someone but on the other side yeah it is kind of like a jackpot where it's addicting way the one thing that you have to know is when to get on and get off that yeah. is the 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 main key i feel like and that comes with you know discipline and you know of course other skill sets that you would have to develop and i think it in this day of time and age it's more skill set driven and more like how do you want to perceive things more than you're told to do this Hmm. and this is what you know you, you it's either this path or that path and in that nothing else mm-hmm. so it's become more decision based on the on the other individual and that's hmm. how all the young adults have started to come out of and i mean obviously working in the corporate industry or wherever you end up working whether you're a side business or you're a startup or what however you're making your day-to-day um, income it obviously does help evolve yourself your inner personality or how you take or how you look at things but it's not extremely like 100% changing your entire personality you know that comes with time and age because there's also a certain and as you get older it also starts hard to understand the new technology that's why when new software comes out the ones that the older ones have been using it's like they would they have to get themselves adaptable to the new technology and for younger right. folks it becomes so it's like a comp, it's, i don't know what what's the best word to use but it's kind of like just having to adapt to the nature yeah a lot of adaptation yeah ad- adaptation evolution because you see someone mm-hmm. in high school and you look back 10 years later where you're meeting them at a coffee shop and they're not the same person right right I think a lot of the issues with social media do tend to be personal things as far as the addiction like you mentioned not knowing when to get off not knowing even being addicted to likes and trying to formulate ways of I I was even reading something earlier today about people just grabbing pictures somewhere off the web and putting it as their own just to get the likes and you could be mm-hmm. addicted to that as well like addi- addicted to that attention i guess you could say and to me it seems it seems very sad that the way that beauty is portrayed is so fake and people have such low self-worth and then they end up coming to me for counseling coaching hypnosis because so many people have such low self-worth because of just we've lost an appreciation for the flaws and for the scars and just yeah. being interesting. And there's one thing that this generation has lost. It's the fact of not knowing how to handle the failures or just how to moving on and like getting through the tough times. That's why the the demand for like counseling, career guidance or Mhm. um even or even like psychology majors being a being a thing because companies like Google and Facebook will, what they'll do is they'll hire them and they'll try to figure out what are the best ways to use the human brain for continuing to addict 
users. And as long as they keep doing that, their statements will always stay the same, which is using AI to make it more people friendly, which is never going to happen. Because mm-hmm. for them, business is business. You know, if they, right. I mean, they've become big, huge internet companies like Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon, and you know, it, they don't want to. They don't want to ever see that em- empire go down. So it's like you have to find the tools and filters to help you get out of the moment and move on. Because yeah. everyone is falling forward, everyone's falling down. I, you know, everyone's. being hit you know you, you have to learn how to take the pivots and look at them in like the hindsight and in, in the good manner you know because yeah. i'm i mean even like look at when technology wasn't a thing it was easier to handle the conflicts and the miss the um the failures because the whole perception of the more you go outside the more you learn was the statement now There's a lot of students where they've they even outside when they're going they're stuck on their phones. Mm-hmm. You know, I get you know if you're some and I'm not saying in terms of you, you know you take out your phone you're texting on like a, a texting a friend for something important or you're doing something work related or mm-hmm. whatever it is for five ten minutes that doesn't count. You know, those are we can definitely understand that when you're doing quick work when you're using it for your advent for something that's useful. But when you're on A YouTube or like when you see folks listening to music or anything of some sort, you're outside, you're breathing fresh air, but you're not really getting to heal yourself from the problems, you know. Definitely a good point. Yeah. When they mean get out, you're going out to learn. It's having those conversations or going at like finding times to just even talk to the cashier at a Starbucks, you know, that you mm. can't find anyone. Yeah. As humans, the more we talk, the more we evolve, and the more we go out, we start to see things and find ways to fix ourselves. You know, you'll see that mm-hmm. someone who's been sitting in the house mostly gaming, getting out of the house, will act a bit weird when he starts walking in the beginning, but after a week or so, it becomes normal because they then figure out the loose ends of it and everything. I mean, for the younger minds, it's easier for them to learn these, you know. life skills and adapt to it because they're not as hard but being at constant basis and implementing it and trying to manage all that that's the that's the key there's all these little implementation seeds which have to be put into place in order you for you to not mm-hmm. feel like this breakdowns happening in your system <laughs> and that and that just has to come from you individually you know there, i know there are a lot of folks who who in their college or high school years haven't opened a social media account for those same reasons and they're doing extremely fine because they're not sucked into that medium because media yeah. being a because of that platforms like instagram and snapchat have become powerful enough to hypnotize their users to supporting movements like the the elections that happened for like a cause that they want a, a certain president to be to be um to be elected or whatever the case is you know just trying to go make them go towards a specific movement yeah what whatever agenda they want to push they have a easy way of doing it yeah and and the thing is they will somehow use that ai to be, help you get that information you know mm-hmm. in terms of getting information or keeping you addicted for hours social media is definitely the the best way to keep yourself busy if you're someone who doesn't want to be doing anything else yeah, but yeah. at one point 
when you get out of that loop, it feels like countless amount of hours that have gone by the day, and I've I've experienced that. It's not、mm. it's not a pretty feeling, at least for me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen at concerts just over the years.、Um, I told you last time you were here, I'll be fifty、mm-hmm. in December, so I've I've gone to a few concerts, and I remember going in. I was in the time of the mosh pit and everything else. Like I remember all that, but in the past maybe five years, I've gone to concerts and they were、uh, metal concerts because I like symphonic metal, so Nightwish, Camelot, that sort of thing. And almost every person is just watching it through their phone because they're they're taping it, they're videotaping it. I saw it over and over and just started to be where everyone around me was watching this concert. Through their phone, and I thought they're not even feeling it. They're not even getting the energy of it. They're just getting a video of it. Why do people do that? Why don't they live in a mindful moment and enjoy even even a, a rock concert? Yeah. Am I just old? <laughs>、mm-hmm. So it's funny you mentioned this. I actually wrote、um, an article on how our present moment is our mindfulness feeling. Because、mm. the reason it's so hard for living in the present is the intelligent cognition that does not seem to exist in today's world. You know, we are—it's our mind that speaks to us, where we're following like a continuous and li- linear process. Where before even the present moment is about to arrive, it's already the past and it's already become the future. So it becomes extremely hard to feel like, okay, how do we? Stay current, current. You know, it's,、mm-hmm. and that's the goal of the writer. Why is it that the writer knows of how to influence the audience versus someone who's just who's just wrote a couple of sentences and feel like, yeah, it's not working. I I should probably move on. You know, the writer is、mm-hmm. always striving. How does he narrow down between the middle of talking current where his audience doesn't feel like he's being too past or present tense? It's like a timeline, and it's—I don't know for folks that have looked,、uh, seen the TV show Loki, which is through the MCU, MCU universe. I mean, I'm kind of a fanatic of it. I've I've slowly degre- decreased <laughs> that over the weeks and months because that does definitely catch my attention, and so I try to li- <laughs> limit that. But a good example from there is like from the fictional standpoint, how they use the timekeepers as the flow of time. But if you use it in a real life example. Our present controls the past and future. It's like a connecting the, the three dots, and that middle one is the more powerful dot than the ones at the two endpoints, because、mm. your past are just learning lessons, as like storing books in a library. It's like files that have already been written. They're facts.、Yeah. You can't change them, even if you wanted to. I mean, there is no concept of what you call the Avengers existing in today's time. I mean, if there was, then You could probably go back in the past and do some things. You can probably do something different, but even then, there's a whole philosophy to it where you you can't live your current present if you change something in the past. I don't know what it is,、right. but it's like. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like the butterfly wing effect thing of if something happens with the butterfly wing in the past, it's going to change everything in the future. Yeah, so it's like whatever happens in your past. So those are just learning blocks that you tripped over or you、mm-hmm. understood and see and you've experienced of what's worked for you. Your future is something that you look forward to, you 
and desire to achieve or just find an outcome to that solution mm-hmm. and and those future those are your objectives you work you work towards those in your present to reaching that future but you're not but you don't hold a ground to it that you know it should just happen that way because a lot of the times what we think is going to happen the opposite happens and a good example is like everyone knows of of the one and only Dwayne Johnson i mean he's more of a celebrity type but mm-hmm. he knew that he was going to get into the nfl like at, at first shot he went through there he tried he he didn't get in you know he kept trying and at one point they they just put him in the league because they didn't feel like he was a good fit and from there he started up with having seven bucks in his po- in his pocket and thinking what is he going to do and he goes into wrestling which was a success ticket and from there he's now one of the highest grossing actors and you know it, his path, career path took him to a different place which he never thought would be the end result and he enjoys it you know and mm-hmm. it's like sometimes your future is all written but some things you can change to help it make it better but most of the time what's meant to happen will happen it's just you don't know what the clues are going to be because mm. only thing we can do is just give our best we can just give our best shot after that it's up to some people leave it on god some people leave it on uh, on like a uh, specific god some people li- leave it as to the universe you know wh- whoever you feel like you want to leave that to that's not in your control i mean it would be best if you don't leave it on another person that it, it's up to my sister to decide how my future is that would be the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how it all flows and that's how it keeps us sane in the present because mm. if we are stuck in the past box we're never going to evolve to see what we have coming for us mm. but if we stay in the future box those are the overachievers that want to do a lot but it's easier to figure out a way to make someone who's in the future box come to the present moment but it's harder mm. to get someone out of the past pretty in the present because they're they're negating their previous life as that why did this happen or why did that happen mm-hmm. so, but the present is kind of the key it's it's hard to it's fake it till you make it or be happy in the present because a lot of things will happen which you didn't want which yeah. you didn't expect for it to happen as that way but it's not where you with you want yourself to be it's mm-hmm. it's where what you want to do with that and be open to the possibilities that will approach you. And how does meditation work into that at all or does it? Yeah, I mean, the mindfulness, it's the fine balance between acceptance and peace that it helps you find by taking the fear out of that being mindfulness resists resists you from being yourself. You know, there's this pre-notion of folks that think that if I do meditation my mind will be blank. I mean if that was the mm-hmm. case you would start having headaches at this point. You know your mm-hmm. mind can never go blank. That's like a totally different scenario. Yeah. It it does the what meditation does is it's allowing you to use your breath to keep you at your current state by not having in controlling those stress levels of what you have and saying it's okay. And for those that don't even know what's going to be the end goal, it also helps show you the path to that in slow mm-hmm. steps. because as humans even the most brilliant minds have to take the slowest of steps to get where they're at 
you know, everyone has to take the small steps to reach a specific area because nothing is an overnight success. People、mm. might use it as a way of words, but in the end, a metaphor is a metaphor. You know, you can't change it. It just sounds very enthusiastic. That's that's a max. So.、Mm-hmm. Mindfulness is the form of meditation. That's why both of them are are connected. And and、mm-hmm. it's funny we're talking today because today I actually、uh, posted the article on mindfulness. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, that was、um, that's why it's it's a bit. I was having to write the thoughts on that, so it's a bit fresh in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mindfulness is a great topic, and it's something that's meant a lot to me. And I was taught. A long time ago, when I was in counseling, I was taught mindfulness, and it was not even attached to spirituality at all. It was attached to me getting better, me getting mentally better, and dealing with a lot of troubles and things in my past. And she had me to mindfully drink a cup of coffee and to just experience everything about that cup of coffee: the smell, the feel of the cup in in my hand, and the taste of it. And so that was a way that's very easy if someone's getting new into mindfulness to just experience that that mindful present moment. Hamish, what's next for you? What are you doing in the future? I know we we're talking about being mindful in the present, but what are your plans for the future? I guess for the coming future, after hitting two milestones, which is turning twenty-one and graduating from my undergrad degree in VCU. I guess right now I'm just looking to see what's my next big thing. Whether I go、mm-hmm. in the corporate side of things, or if I decide to make my next step in into just working for a business, which wherever it、uh, ends up helping me land, you know. Okay. Just trying to see where I go next. You know,、mm-hmm. sometimes you when you hear about it and like as a student, you're like that's impossible. And then once you get the experience, you're like, well, I mean, maybe not. I have the experience now. You know, it's what <laughs> it only takes some time till you realize as you get more mature that a lot of the things that we said were impossible are not, as long as we're willing、right. to do it. And sometimes we do things that we never thought of, and they lead up to different opportunities. So that's right. You you just have to be on it. I mean, if you really want it, you know, you will achieve it. If you get to that goal, so、mm-hmm. and just keeping that positive attitude, I know you're all about having that positive outlook in life. Yes, positive outlook is very important in order to succeed in just what you desire. Whether you're an overachiever or someone who doesn't know where the、mm-hmm. next steps lie, it definitely is important to stay positive. Whether things are happening the way that you expected to or It's a bit hazy where you see the, I'm seeing the big picture, right? So you go to VCU, you mentioned, and so I have an odd question for you because I'm always interested in ghosts and hauntings. So I actually looked up to see if there were hauntings there, and I found some articles about that. Have you ever experienced any ghosts or hauntings on your campus? Well, from my side, no. But I'm pretty sure other folks might have experienced some type of weird events at VCU. I might have been in areas that were a bit that didn't seem as safe. I mean,、uh-huh. a little bit like I was not familiar about it. But in terms of like haunted ghosts, I mean, I'm pretty sure that happened in a lot of the the sororities. Or I could be totally wrong on that. But、mm-hmm. no, I'm not ever experienced. 
a haunted ghost or okay. something. The article I was looking at said that there was some weird experiences in the Egyptian building and in the William H. Grant house. That William H. Grant house, it says it was built in 1857 and was mm-hmm. um, later a hospital for more than 70 years, complete with a morgue and an incinerator. And you know there's always some stories when there's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, I've heard about the William S. Grant House near the VCU Medical Center, the, the main mm-hmm. hospital over there. That was more in the MCV district, but I was on the Monroe Park of things, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, of the, I've heard of the name William H. Yeah. Grant, but no, I've never been there, but it is on the VCU maps. Apparently, they had a paranormal research team come to a place called the Brand Center. Paranormal come to the, the VCU Bands Brand Center, yeah. So the, that's supposedly haunted, too. I'm telling you all these things that maybe you didn't know, <laughs> yeah. Got ghosts all around you, we're getting close to Halloween, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ex- huh. I did not. Um, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I've never, at least as of right now, I've not experienced yeah. anything weird of some sort at like well the brand i had to ask <laughs> i had to ask no no that's fine no, yeah it's always interesting to understand like it, i might end up doing my own research on this after this yeah this article that i'm looking at is on news.vcu.edu wow well that definitely must mean it's certified <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i thought that was interesting it looked like it was an official website, so I thought that was interesting. So it's something you can, yeah, look into and see if you've been in any of those places. Any final words? The quote of falling forward and hitting your head to see the, the path you're going on is so that way for helping define, filter, and figure out the path you're going is, is very important based on anything you do in life. Because mm-hmm. when you become the adult, there is no hand-holding at that point. You're holding your own hand to find your next steps, you know, mm. to find your success where you, f- where, where it lies, whether it's in a specific industry or if it's in like counseling wise, you know, the key to success is just focusing on what you're truly passionate about and not the obstacles that you face. Because if you base it on the obstacles, you're never going to reach there. And, mm. and I mean, it's good to aspire big, like in terms of an Elon Musk's vision or like a, Larry Page's vision Mm -hmm. but the ones that say it's impossible it means I'm possible so the more you try to look at things differently it helps to show a way of success and happiness that lies within you it's the state of mind that's gonna help you get to the masterpiece of what you've imagined or the limitations that you think won't stop your journey and so to kind of like sum that all up it's your positive action, like using the mindfulness sense, that shows the positive thinking, which results in the success. If you believe in that, failure is not is not the opposite part of success. It is the part of success because that's what helps you to become a better version of yourself every single day. You you really have to be stronger than your excuses because. If you're not willing to take the risk, you'll have to settle for the ordinary. So, and the ordinary is not extremely bad, but if you're someone who's an overachiever that 
can't see yourself in that limelight, try to go towards what you feel you'd want to see yourself in. You know, people mm-hmm. have created their paths by being confident in the direction of their dreams or what they feel is the the stumbling blocks to their success point. Being fearless is one thing, but understanding life is a no, another whole direction that can give certain viewpoints of focusing on the main objective because there is no shortcut to success as much as you right. try to find it there is none right right that's such good advice and such good just insight i really appreciate it i appreciate you being here with us yep. and i just i just want you to know i love your energy i love your outlook on life and not even i mean i'm not even tapping into really like my clairvoyance or psychic powers or anything i just <laughs> really feel like you are going to go so far in life and i just feel that you're going to have this platform and you are going to be speaking to the world. I feel like you have a message. You're going to refine it as you get older and you're going to come to the point where you are speaking to the world on some platform. I don't know if it's like a TED talk or on TV or in front of thousands of people, but that is what I feel for you. You have such a wonderful energy and a wonderful message. So I wish you all the best and blessings on what you're going to accomplish and congratulations on your recent graduation. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. But yeah, that, uh, yeah, we'll see where life takes me. I just, I just tend to take it based on how my breath guides me because it's always taken me to the right directions. And I feel like if I continue on that path, I can at least look back at when I'm like 50 or 60 that, you know, I did do, I did accomplish something. And 50's not all that old because I feel like I yeah. still, I, I was, for, I'm thinking when I get to 75, I'm going to look back and feel like I accomplished something because I didn't go back to school, to college till I was in my 40s. So oh, <laughs> you got okay. a long way ahead of you and you yeah. are going to really affect positively so many people and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. That that does me a lot. Well, thank you for being on the podcast again. And I honor all the work and time and energy you've put in to get where you are. And as always, folks, I would love to hear what our listeners think about this episode's topics. If you go to our podcast website, you can comment on this very episode with your thoughts and questions. You can even click the little microphone, send me a voice message, and I might just use it on a future episode. Take care. And y'all be blessed. Thank you all for listening to Bell Book and Candle. You can follow Mella on Instagram and Facebook at Bell Book Candle SC. That's Bell, B-E-L-L-E. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Bell Book Candle.